A few weeks ago, I released a podcast episode about why I started seeing a professional Christian counselor. Uh, There was a lot going on in my life, and I knew I needed to talk to someone who could really help me. The brothers in my small group are awesome, but there's just something about seeing a professional, seeing someone who knows what they're doing and being able to talk through things with them. And to be honest, going to see a professional Christian counselor was probably one of the best decisions that I've made in a while. And now we're all dealing with the coronavirus and stress and anxiety is definitely at an all-time high. We're worried about our families and the health of the people that we love. We're worried about our jobs. We're worried about the future. And that's why I've partnered with Faithful Counseling, which is the leading online counseling service for Christians. Because now more than ever, we need to be focused on our mental health. And the way that Faithful Counseling works is that after you complete a short survey, Faithful Counseling will match you with a licensed counselor that specializes in exactly what you are dealing with. And every counselor is licensed, trained, and accredited with at least a master's or doctorate degree in their field. And they have at least three years in 2,000 hours of hands-on experience. So you can be confident that whoever you're working with knows their stuff. Now, what's really cool about their platform is you can set up secure weekly phone or video calls through their online portal, and you can exchange secure messages in real time as much as you like. So you could literally talk to your counselor every day if you want to. And the best part is that faithful counseling is extremely affordable. The average traditional counselor charges $150 per session, but with faithful counseling, it's as little as $40 per week and you can chat with them whenever you want to. And to make counseling even more affordable, I've partnered with Faithful Counseling to give Practical Christian Podcast listeners 10% off your first month. Just go to getfaithful.com slash Travis. You can't afford to ignore your mental health. Try Faithful Counseling for one month and experience the difference that a professional, licensed Christian counselor can make in your life. Just go to getfaithful.com forward slash Travis to get 10% off your first month. That's getfaithful.com forward slash Travis. Welcome to the Practical Christian Podcast. I'm Travis Albritton, a former rocket scientist turned digital missionary, here to bring you the bite-sized tips and strategies you need to become an effective Christian. Thanks for tuning in. Now let's jump into it. If you've been listening to this podcast for any length of time, you have probably heard an episode where I talk about the role that uncomfortability plays in our spiritual growth as Christians, that it's really difficult to grow for any length of time without putting yourself in a position that stretches you, without coming face-to-face with aspects of your character that need to that you need to repent of, or situations that really stretch your comfort zone and uh, get you to serve and to, to love people in ways that you wouldn't if uh, the goal was just to be comfortable. But I'll be the first to tell you that you can also be way too extreme, way too gung-ho about being uncomfortable. Now, there are some people that can put up with lots of uncomfort, lots of discomfort, but that's not most of us. And in fact, even those people that can really push themselves, if they're not careful, will burn out. But the good news 
is that there's actually a sweet spot. There is a a proper balance point where you can be uncomfortable knowing that that will lead to your own spiritual growth and maturity without overdoing it and burning out and feeling overwhelmed and like, I just cannot continue. And we'll call this zone the Goldilocks zone. If you're familiar with Goldilocks and Three Bears, uh, you know, she goes in and there's three different beds. One's too hard, one's too soft, one's just right. Same with the porridge or the oatmeal, depending on which version you read. One's too hot, one's too cold, one's just right. What we're looking for is that just right zone, that just right area of operating as Christians between something being too easy and too difficult. Because ironically, on either of those extremes, whether something is too easy or too difficult, in both instances, we typically lose the will to keep going. Imagine that you are playing basketball, whether you've ever played basketball or not. Just imagine you pick up a basketball and you're playing a one-on-one game with a five-year-old, someone who can barely dribble and does not even have the strength to shoot the basket into the hoop. If you do that for any length of time, you're going to get bored very quickly, right? You're going to say, there's no challenge in this. I'm not feeling stretched at all. And I'm bored. Like, I don't want to play basketball against a five-year-old. Like, that's, unless it's your, your kid, obviously, then there's a whole other game being played there. But if it's just some random five-year-old, you're not going to do that every single day for years and years and years. The same would be true if you're playing a pickup game against LeBron James or Michael Jordan, and you just get absolutely thrashed every single time you step on the court. You do that a couple days in a row, you're going to stop wanting to play basketball, right? Because you're like, why would I want to set myself to be a glutton for punishment? And, and just get beat down again by this professional basketball player that is so far ahead of me that I don't even stand a chance. We don't want to be in either of those extremes when it comes to our spiritual growth. The sweet spot, and, and this has been documented by psychologists and social scientists studying peak performers and high performers, is 4% beyond your current capacity, just outside of what you're currently capable of. So if you're a runner and an eight-minute mile is like your comfortable pace, this would be pushing you to do a seven-minute 40-mile. If you're writing a book and you typically write five pages a day, this would be starting to write six pages a day just outside of your current capacity. That is the sweet spot. That is the Goldilocks zone that we're aiming for. And I'm not making this up. Jesus literally did this perfectly with the apostles. If you read through the book of Mark, what you will see is that when he first calls them, he doesn't send them out and say, go plant the church. The only thing that they have to do is watch him. That is their only job. Follow me and watch me. And so Jesus is healing the sick. He is preaching about the kingdom of God. He is casting out demons and the apostles are just tagging along. But then after some time passes, then Jesus sends them out with specific instructions. He's like, okay, now you've gotten to the point where you're familiar with me, with my teachings, what I'm about. Now it's time to take that first step and go do it yourself. So he sends them out to the surrounding villages, to the surrounding towns with very specific instructions saying, do this, don't do this. And then when they come back and they report back to him, he gives them feedback and he continues to encourage them, continues to teach them. He's not taking them from zero to a hundred. He's gently nudging them just past their current capacity to help them continue to grow. 
And then over that course of three years, that's what he does while he's walking with them. And then when he comes back, they're ready to start the church. But he doesn't start by sending them everywhere. He tells them, stay in Jerusalem. That's where the Holy Spirit's going to come on power. And from Jerusalem, you're going to start going out. You're going to go just step by step out from there, go to Samaria, to the ends of the earth. So Jesus executed this Goldilocks zone perfectly with the apostles. Now, there are times where radical repentance and growth are absolutely necessary. Absolutely necessary. But that should not be our default growth strategy. It should not be all or nothing. It should not be completely flip my life upside down to repent or do nothing. (laughs) That's not what we want. What we want is to consistently make uh, gains in our spiritual walk and in our maturity. And getting in that Goldilocks zone of constantly trying to be 4% beyond what you're currently capable of, that is when it's is ultimately going to lead to greater growth and greater long-term growth. So how do you do this? How do you actually do this in your life? Find areas that challenge you and make steady incremental progress. Don't try and make progress leaps and bounds, just steady incremental progress. So for me, I've really been trying to grow in my patience recently. And so for me, what this looks like is every single time that I'm presented an opportunity to be patient, I want to be resolved about my situation quicker than the last time, right? All of us have experienced the the frustration of wanting something to happen and then it not happening. Whether that's you're standing in line at a grocery store and the person in front of you has three of their credit cards decline and now they're running out to the car to get a different credit card and you're just standing there and you've already put all your groceries on the conveyor belt so you don't want to move to another line and start over. You're just waiting. How quickly do you get over the frustration of standing there and waiting for somebody else, right? So that's what I am currently focused on. Think for yourself, what are the areas that challenge you, that challenge your character, and then figure out how do I make steady incremental progress in this area? When you can do that, when you can execute that effectively, here's what will happen. You will actually grow because that growth does not seem so extreme that it's outside of your reach and unattainable. But you will also actually enjoy the process of growing because you'll be able to measure it. You'll be able to see the progress that you're making. And when you can see that progress and you can see that this is actually working, that'll encourage you to keep doing it, to keep growing, and ultimately help you be more like Jesus. That's it for today. Don't forget to take advantage of this week's free resource by clicking the link in the show notes. And be sure to share this episode with your ministry leader, a person in your small group, or just a friend from church. Thanks for listening to today's episode, and I'll talk to you soon.